Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Town ain't never gonna be the same. Woo! One of those days. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey everyone. Hey man, come on, pick up the pace. Hey everyone. It's Friday. Woo! Hey everyone. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. That's Horses endangered. An endangered species. Just add it to the endangered species list. What? No, I'm kidding. Happy Friday, everyone. I, look, I almost believed you. I was like, how I is know. that possible? I, I would have thought it was so now. impossible that you wouldn't have believed me. But here we are. We got you on a vulnerable Friday, mm-hmm. Dude, I know. You caught me off guard, man. Do you think coyotes have red poop? Do you think that their stool is red? No, I don't. Do you think that's just a sick dog? Uh-oh, why are you asking this? Mm-hmm. Well, because I tried to, uh, you know, you have to teach puppies to walk. They, they're they not like big dogs. You're like, okay, we more or less get this. They're, you have to, like, teach them, here's what we're doing here. This is a leash, and we're going to move in this direction, blah, blah, blah. And you just take them on brief little walks. Now, what you have to be mindful of with puppies who haven't had all their shots yet is you really want to be mindful of avoiding stool and avoiding places where there are a bunch of unknown dogs. But they also say you can't just keep them in the house until they're 16 weeks and all shot it up because it's a very important time to socialize them, not just to other dogs and people, but to the world around them, the sights and the sounds. Hmm. So I'm on this little walking path this morning. Just let's go do a five-minute walk. Let's walk back and forth, back and forth. And goodness gracious, gracious, I see uh, this red stool that either was a dog owner that just said, forget it, that looks like fire and I'm not doing it, or a coyote. (laughs) So I'm trying to look up what is a what is coyote. I should look up scat. I, scat. I looked up red stool. Google, by the way, they, a lot of nice red. No, no, actually, no. It's fine. There's a, a lot of nice red like bar stools and stuff for your kitchen. You just put in red stool. Yeah, I did. That was I on, did too. <laughs> I could be bleeding from an ulcer in the esophagus or the stomach. Um, mm. What I see now, just what does maybe you ate coyote poop look like? I mean, there should be tons of them. Okay, tubular scat. <laughs> tubular. Tubular. Oh, that was, that's are you regular? Tubular. <laughs> Often an inch in diameter. In areas that have both wolves and coyotes, it can be, uh, I it almost, I don't even, I don't want to get into too much detail, but it was peculiar looking. If you've ever come across coyote scat or red, red stool, mm, I don't know if I saw that. I don't think this was, it might have been coyote scat. I don't know. But if it was, he or she should see a proctologist. Okay. So what am I supposed to do with that? Never mm. go out again? I don't know. Are you sure it wasn't a fox? I don't know. I, <laughs> what does? What does? Well, they fox eat berries, poop like? you know. So yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe that's that could be it. This is was very bizarre what I saw. Hey Steve, here here you go. Um okay. I found on Discover Wildlife um how to identify animal droppings. Oh, okay. Uh, with pictures. Oh. 
So uh, why don't you check that out? What's the Whoa, name of the website? That is really unattractive. By the way, on Google, thanks Google. One of the images that pops up when you search "What does fox scat look like?" it says uh, nine fox poop photos, and sure enough, it's just a picture of a. And these are royalty free, and it's just a fox squatting. I mean, what's the name of your website, Donna? <laughs> it is uh, discoverwildlife.com slash how to identify wildlife slash how to identify animal droppings. You're okay. not going to see it on there. Okay, so good morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hope everybody is regular and feeling good. Yes. Yeah. It okay. is a Friday, so coming up at 1130, Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. It'll be fun to see what Rocco comes up with for this week. Yeah. Don, any any hints? I have no idea. I actually sent him a lot he, of stuff. I sent him some stuff, um, but, you know, he doesn't... He, sometimes mm. he just listens to the show and finds his own stuff. His own, yeah. Right. Which yeah. isn't great for us. No, no, it's fine. Uh, so what happened to you yesterday before Twin Cities Live? Oh, it was the weirdest thing. So remember I told you uh, we had two shows that were canceled. So the Major League Baseball playoffs have been uh, carried on Channel 5 this week. So Tuesday through Thursday, they said, you're not going to have um, a 3 o'clock show, and you might not have a show at all. So we've prepared a half hour to air from 4 to 4.30 on Tuesday. Didn't air at all. On Wednesday, didn't air at all. We just wait for them to come into the studio and say, all right, it's 429.20. You guys can go home. And then we go home. So we didn't have any show the first two days uh, because the baseball games went long. So then Thursday, we're thinking, okay, same situation. And then we would determine if we had that same situation for Friday. It would all be based on if teams won or lost and if the series were going a long time. But yesterday... On my drive-in to interview both our friend Des from KS95 and the one and only from Shibes B and Seaman, Dan Seaman, our big boss, <laughs> I have these two scheduled interviews with them for a TV uh, special that we're working on. And I, my photographer calls me and says, hey, what's your ETA? And I was like, whoa, this is like a really aggressive way to start the phone call. And I was like, uh, I'll be there in about 15 minutes. And he's like, oh, I don't know if you heard. We have a full show now today. So the thing is... Oh. We suddenly, there was a game that got postponed due oh, to weather. Oh, sure, yeah. So then the Twin Cities Live team goes from having, at best, a half hour worth of programming scheduled oh, to, no. at about lunchtime, hey, you have a full 90-minute show that you need to do today. So then there was all this shuffling around, and while I'm doing the interviews, I'm thinking, oh, man, do we have a full show book today or not? So it was just a weird, wow. uh, yet another weird little unpredictable day. Hey, but we pulled it off. Gosh, I was kind of scary. That would stress me out. If yeah. you have like a half hour of content and you've got an hour and a half. Yeah, 90 to minutes fill. to fill. Yeah. And then, you know, and what they don't let us do, which, which I wish they would let us do more, is just like, I would like to say, hey, could I have 10 minutes and I would like to talk about Tenet. Christopher Nolan's movie. They don't let me do that on no, TV. No, that's they why want, you do it here. They, that's exactly right. So it's like it's it's Donna? a little trickier. You have to pull in these prepared segments and figure out if you're going to be doing any live interview. It all came together. It it's all a, came together. It's not as relaxed over there. Huh. No, it's it's much more structured because I, you generally have like on a typical day in a ninety minute show, we generally would have four <laughs> or five guests. You know, we have about one guest a month on this show. Yeah, we don't. We're it's, not big interview. No, and then they're always, yeah. you know, they're always wrapping us over there. We have six minute segments here. We have like eleven and twelve minute segments. It's just, it's just different. What you want to sue me? Well, I don't know. I I've always seen radio as very structured. 
you have a plan, you stick to the plan unless something organically happens, but you don't deliberately go off the plan. Oh. You know? Yeah. But then yeah. all of a sudden, things you changed. Got paired, you got paired with me? Correct. You came over to my talk? Yeah, you know, if you can't. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, you're you know? not doing a 30-second walk-up to the latest Clint Black song anymore. You know, we're all just staring at our walls, just trying not to go insane. Exactly. <laughs> it's so true. Anyway. Oh, anyway, yeah. Glad you Friday, got through it. you guys. Yeah, right? Because yeah. yesterday was Thursday. It's going by fast. I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like the summer went by fast. I know people feel like it went by, it's going real slow because of the pandemic i don't feel that way at all and i don't know why i just feel like things just keep moving keep moving yeah i i'm sort of surprised that it's already friday i know isn't it weird too do you ever like think back to just weird things like two i know two weeks ago today our fire alarm went off at two in the morning Hmm. and i just and i'm like really that feels closer than two weeks ago it's like these little weird time stamps that you have that it's like really it's been that long yeah and I think it's going by quickly because there's no interruptions. There's nothing happening. Right. Yes. There's nothing to distract you. Right, Dawn? Right. I except for all the alarms that go off in my phone to tell me to do things for the shows. <laughs> oh. Except yeah. some of them weren't clicked today. So sorry you guys didn't get your Friday song. Oh, that's okay. We'll sing oh. it in the next uh, segment yes. okay. for everybody. And then we'll have some things that make us go, huh? Yes, we will. We've got a whole little grab bag of it that I think is uh is going to uh, I think wet your whistle. Okay. My page is down. All I right. want to be I want to be more specific and I'm going to be and I'm going to be in this very moment. Is everybody listening? Yep. All right. Thank you very much, Don. I trust you are as well. I'm going to teach you all what a kangaroo word is. We love language on this show. We break it down all the time. A kangaroo word. I will just tell you this, it is not what you think it is. Any students listening with your parents, see if you can beat them to the punch. We'll reveal it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. And thank you for listening to our show. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything kangaroo words. Not a lot of people have kangaroos as pets, and many animal activists say that that's a good thing. Yeah. Now, yes. That was a test. All right. Hang on. Writing down. We're here. They complied with the kangaroo test. <laughs> I just didn't know after after somebody watches Tiger King, then they might be thinking, yeah, maybe I should have a wild animal as a as a pet. And you shouldn't. But what's a kangaroo word, she asked. Mm-hmm. A kangaroo word is one that contains all the letters of a synonym. So, the word chicken has all the letters of the word hen inside it or oh, how about that masculine contains the word male and essentially essentially mean the same thing so their synonyms contain all the letters a kangaroo word kind of like a joey goes into the pouch of a kangaroo so the joey would be the shorter word that is synonymous with the longer word that's cute a kangaroo word Kangaroo. I didn't know why I said that. Steve. I said, <laughs> That's interesting. I've never heard that in my life. See that? That's fun. So Great. suck it, Radio Emmy people who haven't given us a Radio Emmy yet. There's that, no it's never been said Emmy before. Emmy is for TV. There's okay. not a Radio Emmy? Oh. No. 
Um, suck it, Marconi people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it Marconi's? <laughs> I think there are Marconi awards. Yeah. Sure. All right. Did we get one? Uh, I'm sure we've gotten one. Yeah. Not our show. We? I, well, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure on. the radio yeah, station. Just got one. Updating I got an email. LinkedIn. Oh, nice. Marconi award winning radio wow. host. The first Got Milk ad was directed by what famous uh, movie director? Do you know? I know because you wrote it in the show out. Cross your eyes and put it out of focus, Donna. All right, Steven Spielberg. Michael Bay. I knew it. And I think we all remember this one. One of the greatest commercials of all time. There was a history expert who was on the phone and had to answer the question, who shot Alexander Hamilton? And for context, within the commercial, if you remember, this history expert who's doing a radio call-in trivia thing had a picture oh, yeah. of the duel <laughs> in his house. And he's going, <laughs> but he can't say Aaron Burr because he's been eating peanut butter and he needs milk. And then it just goes to, are you sure? Can you answer it? Three, two, oh, sorry. Next time. Got milk? Come on. That's good. It's good. It's good. Hey, do you want me to just tell you the, I came up with an idea for a great commercial. All right. Do you want to hear it? I, I actually I actually had half a mind to pitch it to, like, how do I get in contact with an advertising company that I can pitch this idea to? Wow. <gasps> I love ideas like that. I love that. you, Don. Yeah. Here it is. I'm going to tell you both, and then you tell me what your honest opinion, okay? Okay. Donna, are you interested in this? Yes, I am. Here it comes. <laughs> so imagine this. And I got this idea because my brother-in-law, Dave, watches uh he's a dallas cowboys fan and he watches these games and he's always yelling at the tv and telling the quarterback dak prescott what he should have done oh you gotta get rid of the ball all this sort of stuff that all of us we the out of shape people we the ones whose bmis are way too high are yelling at these professional athletes we know nothing all we are is just sitting on a couch eating junk food as we criticize the athletes yes so with that (laughs) imagine it starts in the living room He's watching a show, and then my brother-in-law, they, oh, come on, you got to throw that ball. you got to get rid of it. Didn't you see him? He's got to throw that ball, blah, 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 blah. Then it goes back to Dak Prescott with the Dallas Cowboys, and he's getting into a huddle, okay? And now you're inside of the huddle. And then Dak Prescott is like, all right, we need to uh, run out of here, blah, 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 pose right. He's saying the play, <laughs> and then he hears in the background. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And you so- still sort of hear Dave, my brother-in-law, being a blowhard, telling this professional athlete what he should have done. And Dak Prescott kind of looks over, tries to get focused again, looks over one more time, then takes the ball... And just guns it. I mean, at that point, he does it inside the huddle. But then, boom, you see it go right through the TV screen. Now we're in the living room again. Boom. It hits Dave, my brother-in-law, right in the chest. Now he's out of breath, can't say anything. And then Dak's like, all right, good, as I was saying. And then he completes the play, throws a touchdown. And it's for a TV Oh, about uh, who's 4K. in crystal clear, high definition, bringing you closer to the action than oh, ever before. Okay. Sometimes 
a little yeah. too close. It's really good. It would be great. I love it. Who do I talk to? Um, I could get the millions TV on that. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to call our friends at TCL. Yes. Not Twin Cities Live, although I do have a lot of contacts there. Oh, you mean the TV people? The TV people. I'm going to have someone get me in contact with TCL. Guess what I own? TCL TVs. Me too. Guess what I have an ingenious idea for? A TCL television ad. Yet here I am in my closet. Wow, I can't believe you shared that. <laughs> looking at a Batman poster that I got for 30 bucks from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> oh my God. The word whiskey comes from a Gaelic phrase that translates to water of life. Gaelic. Gaelic. It's Irish. And here's a fun fact about the movie X-Men and Billy Madison. In the X-Men movie that came out in 2000, in the year 2000, the mansion where Professor Xavier lived and trained his mutant students is the same mansion where they filmed Billy Madison. Wow. Oh, that's neat. It's called Parkwood Estate. And it's just outside of Toronto. Whoa. Cool. Hang on. Yeah, man, let's dance. This is new for us. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my shoulders are shrugging. Oh. Hey, we'll Whoa. be back in about, uh, I don't know, three minutes. Yeah. Hopefully you'll join us. Dawn's going to tell us what happened on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's also what looks like a cool new anthology series coming to Netflix. We'll tell you about that, too. Coming up next on my Talk 1071 Dance. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Uh, hey, man. Hey, what up, lady? What up? Dawn, you still watching that Big Brother thing? <laughs> I am. It's great. Dum, dum, dum. I almost tuned in and I was like, I, I don't know what's happening, but maybe I'll, I'll wait till next week. Oh, it was just so action packed. Was it really? Oh, my gosh. So every Thursday, they go into a live show. It's the only live show that they have, and it's a live eviction. So they have the two people that are up for eviction in the hot seat, and then each person who can vote goes in and votes who they want to kick out. Right. Uh, It lasts an hour because they have to sit there in between. They don't see any of this, but Julie Chen comes to them, and they'll do a live thing, but then they'll play clips of things that happened in the house during the week. Okay, So they're only expected to, so it has, we have a little live eviction and then they go right into a new head of household for the next week. That's what the live show is. So they go through all of that, um, and uh, we've got uh, a guy who has been on the chopping block and up for eviction. This is his fifth time around. Oh, wow, really? Yes. What's his name? His name is Kevin. Uh, He, I... You know, he didn't make any alliances at the beginning, and I'm kind of disappointed in the way he played his game because he kind of was a little bit whiny this season. And about 30 days in, he's like, I don't know why I've been put up so many times for eviction, but... It's like, dude, you didn't make any alliances. Right. So why are you surprised that there are secret alliances in the house? Right. So they're it's leaving him wide open. Exactly. Yeah. So they're having to pick off all these people because from the beginning, there's been a six-person alliance in the house. So... They get, uh, Kevin is voted out, um, but then they're expecting to just go into one new head of household competition and that's it. So the first hour ends, then they're like, "Uh uh-oh, it's a double eviction. So then they go into another rapid fire, just like your head of household, you have to immediately put two people up right now. This is live. And then we're voting those, somebody out now. Oh my gosh. So then, get this, then... They play a veto competition and everything, a second one. Then they go into 
guess what, house guests? There's another head of household competition. It's a triple uh, oh. eviction night. So three people got sent home. Oh, how many are left? Oh, gosh. Still a I lot? I think it's seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Okay. Nope, that's six. Geez. Six left. Oh, okay. okay. So now they're going to have... So, so they're going to start picking each other off because so, um, they already picked one off last night because they were forced to do something. And that's what I loved about last night because it's been a very safe game so far. I okay. feel like nobody... They're so afraid to not win or to hurt anyone's feelings or to get them on their bad side because they know if they are the final two, they don't want to make enemies because the people evicted are on a jury, just right. like Survivor, yep. and they vote you out. Okay, so let's just say that these peop- there's two people or three people and they're part of an alliance. Mm-hmm. Let's say two of them went home, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Now that leaves the third person who is part of this alliance with no alliance. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So what has happened is that it's now down to the five, the six people who created an alliance in the very beginning. They've dominated okay. competitions. They're all very fit and pretty much very fit and strong and smart. And so um, now they have to start. They're going to cannibalize. Gonna, now they, they are. Have no and choice. this is what's exciting because they've already started to plan in advance who they don't like in their own alliance. Oh. And one of them went home last night above somebody else who wasn't in the alliance. <sighs> So juicy. It's very juicy. Now, what I don't like is that David went home. He is African-American, and he wanted to be the first African-American to win the show. Sure. Because uh, there hasn't been an African-American to win the show. And was also, he, did he go home last night? He did. Oh, okay. Yes, and I was so disappointed because he was having such great conversations in the house about how he felt about, you know, the the George Floyd uh, situation and just all the social unrest and all the people of color have left the house now. So, so it's kind of hard to have that conversation hearing it from somebody's perspective. Yeah, it's just not, it's just, you know, I don't know. And just also, it just, it's disappointing to see now there's only one woman left and it's just, it's a bunch of white guys. Mm. Mm. It's no offense, mm-hmm. Steve. That's fine. Mm. <laughs> 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 Not even a white girl in the midst. Just There's one white girl. Bros. Do you like her? What's up, bro? I do. Yeah, she kind of annoyed me at first. Her name is Christmas. Okay. Christmas. Yeah, she is super fit. She is like a fitness instructor, and I mean, she does workouts in the house, and I just watch her. Oh, I like cool. zoom in on that camera because they have limited equipment, so she will take free weights. And get two, creative. Two big plate weights oh, and yeah. put them on her shoulders, like at least 20-pound weights, and do squats. Oh, smart. And then she'll walk up and down all throughout the house holding these weights. And then she'll go back and do like 10 more squats. I wow. mean, she's a beast. Huh. She's a beast, and her name is Christmas. I know. <laughs> remember um, Three's Company? No. You don't remember the show Three's Company? Yeah, I do. But okay. is there a show named Christmas? Oh, no. Oh. Chrissy's name is Christmas Snow. It is, is it? No, yeah. really? On the show, yep. And that Chris, uh, Chrissy was uh, Suzanne Summers, yes? yes. Oh, cool. Oh, that's funny. Christmas, Christmas Snow. Snow. Well, thanks Chrissy for entertaining too. my big brother uh, excitement. Oh, my God, it's exciting. Um, I I'm, I chat with Hannah every time I watch because she watches, too. Oh, she watches that one, we, too. we like to make fun of people and have our opinions. Oh, are you texting back and forth yeah, during text. the show? That's yeah. awesome. I came across uh, a show, and I think, Steve, you did as well, uh, the first trailer, 
And images from Netflix's new anthology series has come out. It's called Social Distance. Yes. I think this is smart. I mean, Dawn and I were talking how, like, you know, there are no new ideas anymore. Mm -hmm. This is like a cool way to watch it in, you know, Zoom format, but yet make a A scripted show about it. Yes. Yes. I love this. Yeah, it's kind of, I saw a write-up saying, I don't know if I want to watch a pandemic show during a pandemic like the one that is about the pandemic that we're in i don't know if i want to watch a social distance show while i am still right because distancing escape. yeah but it, it did i mean the trailer looked cool i mean it looked like creative and interesting and didn't feel low budget felt relatable I, that's how i was looking at it yeah. and, and this is going to be remember the show modern love that i told you about it was yes. an anthology series i loved it each Episode was a standalone episode. Oh, had nothing yeah. to do with the last one. Like Each Black one is mm-hmm. a new story every time. Yes. So here's a little bit of, of the trailer to give you a feel for it. Ooh. I love it so far. <laughs> What's up, man? I just called to say hi. Everything all right? Yeah. I mean... No. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You okay, babe? Yeah. Kiss your face for me. Mm. Uncle Tony. He's muted. He needs it's to under. It's microphone. on the bottom. The microphone. <laughs> click the microphone. Where is he going? Theo, why are you going under the desk? This is great. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ike, and I'm an alcoholic. Hi. You know what it's like when the only living thing you see all day is a houseplant? This isn't about work, is it? It's me. It's about sitting around doing nothing all day long. You have to get better. I'm trying. I don't have childcare. As school is closed, I'm out of options. Have you not been online at all today? That's the problem with y'all generation. Y'all think y'all discovered racism. What am I supposed to do? Sit here and do nothing? It's really wow. intense. Each one is uh, self-contained, too. Like yeah. The, it's not eight episodes that bleed into each other. It's just you get your own episode, beginning, snippet. middle, and end, yep. and then you move on. Hmm. Yeah, each one, just like Modern Love was, just like Black Mirror was, mm-hmm. just everyone is a standalone. So that's kind of cool. Different story every time. I was would Black, watch it. Was Black Mirror the one that you could like choose your own adventure? There was a, mo- uh, there was a movie, and it was mm. called Bandersnatch, and it was a Black Mirror movie, Choose Your Own Adventure, but then there's the show that's outside of that. Okay, okay. It's yeah. Black Mirror... Kind of like Twilight Zone. Yeah, you guys haven't watched Black Mirror? No. I think I watch an episode and I can't... I mean, I feel like that feels like it was so long ago. Please don't watch the... uh, The worst one is the Miley Cyrus one of all seasons. Yeah, just don't even bother with that. Why? Just... It just doesn't even compare. It's just... Let me... Cherry pick some episodes for you guys oh, to watch. Okay. Okay. Can you tell just give us an idea? Is it like supernatural? Oh, is yeah. it um a lot of it has to do with um it futuristic stuff. Okay. Uh, how like we that. are um how we handle interacting with each other in a futuristic world. Oh. Um you know, uh, just emotions and, and just masks oh. we put on and then there's a lot of futuristic sci fi stuff in it. Don, are you really going to be okay great. with that? I, I'll even check it out. If she just picks some episodes, I would definitely. Yeah. Like, there's one that kind of is a Star Trek spoof. Hmm. There's one that's like 
people that are sort of like, um, you know, the the end of Wally, where everybody's just kind of, you know, uh, sort of in a closed environment, fat and out of shape. Yeah, and, not having and any but then they're forced to be on treadmills. Yeah, and and they have to like bike all day. <laughs> it's really really kind of cool. I think you guys would like it. I feel like I watched an episode of this, and maybe it wasn't Black Mirror. Maybe it was something else. And every story was, it was only a half hour long. And one of them was about this woman who turned out to be like a robot. And she was like having a one night stand with this guy and he had to plug something in. Oh, And it was just the weirdest thing. And I'm like, what (laughs) is this? Okay. But Hmm. that might not have been Black Mirror. So, okay. Anyway, thanks for the, um, wow. The enlightenment on that. Yeah, yes. Whew, I'm exhausted. For a yes, queen. Yes, queen. Put me down for a yes, queen. When we come back, <laughs> if you see something, we want you to say something. Dawn saw something. It has to do with the return of cruises mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> and Steve, um, do, do we have to revisit You're going to try to avoid it, Donna. I don't want to do it. Buddy Velastro, the cake guy. What's his name? The, the, the bakey, cake boss. The cake boss. He is opening up about his freak accident that he had with his hand in a bowling alley. And he's wondering if he'll ever bake again. You'll hear from Buddy himself. Hmm. And we return on the Donna and Steve show. Donna, you have to come back. On My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, good morning and welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Our buddy Brian sent us an email. He said, you know, in all caps, by the way, (laughs) you guys need to watch Black Mirror. It's so good. Just don't don't watch the first episode. It could turn you off. And then he goes on to say each episode is a different story. It's like Twilight Zone, but futuristic and about technology. And about social issues, too. I forgot. I was looking at the episode. Yeah, he said, very thought provoking. It's a must. Must watch, just not the first one. How people are valued, you know, weight issues, LGBTQ issues. Oh. I mean, there's just so much to think about, um, man. And and I will say, I will say that a lot of them are dark. They mm. don't have happy endings. Oh, man. But I do have some suggestions for you. All right. Oh, look. I, okay, good. I think that this is great. Also, yeah. one more suggestion. Yeah. Uh, our friend Dell said, hey, guys, I binged this show, The Duchess, in two days. Worth it. Who's seen it? You know what's funny? Is that a PBS show? It no. sounds like it might be. Wait, no. I think I'm thinking of something else. The Crown? The Crown? Is it where? Um, no, Megan Newquist from Channel 5's uh, Morning News was talking about a show. Nope, not The Duchess. She was talking about some like rehab. So Chateau something where they're rehabbing a chateau. Instead of like a normal DIY show, they're like, they li- they're, there's this beautiful chateau that they're rehabbing. Okay. Unrelated. Interesting. Okay. All right. Thank you, everybody, for the suggestions. We appreciate it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Yeah. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and call it tonight. 
Don, do you feel good with the uh, the link I sent through? Or I do. I okay. feel good. Um, right. Yeah, we I can, we have to do this story first because when I click away, it goes back to the beginning. Oh, okay, so. great. So let's lead. <laughs> we'll lead with this then. Yeah. Um, so Cake Boss star Buddy Velastro is opening up about the, sort of a freak accident that he had. So he lives in New Jersey. And look at here, and he's got a bowling alley in his house. And he had to go, and at one point when the when the bowling pins were sort of, it was malfunctioning, some something within the bowling alley itself, the bowling lane, he had to go and fix it, which wasn't out of the ordinary, he said. But now he's wondering, after he had this uh, this accident with his hand, will he ever be able to bake again? He says even, even if he gets like a paper cut on his hand, he's upset. He's like, am I ever going to be able to do what I used to do? Now, um We'll have to sort of wait and see that. He was talking to the Today Show, though, and just because we talked about it earlier, and I'm really curious to hear Buddy's take on all this, here is what he says happened no. with his hand, Donna, no. at the bowling alley. All right. You know it. I turned my head for a second, and my right hand got wedged between a fork, ah. and then this other rod that goes through the fork just pierced through my middle finger and my ring finger. Um, and it was not a sharp object. So it was just like Mm. blunt. It just blew out Mm. half my hand. Uh. And, um, and then I screamed, right. And then, then my sons came back and they actually saw that I, I, and I, again, I have no idea what kept me calm. Because at first I, I thought I was gonna faint. I looked at my hand and I and I mean it was blood everywhere and I was and I was stuck because this rod then Ugh. barbed me and was going back and forth because the machine goes back and forth. And then um, I, I I said something told me to stay calm and I told my sons I said I, you got to get me off this machine. There was a screw and one piece of metal and I said go get the sawzall and the pliers. So that's how he got loose. I don't like that it was a blunt object. No, I hadn't heard that before. Mm -hmm. Because and then he said it just blew his hand, like Mm. just split it. Because a a blunt for blunt to puncture requires more force than for sharp to puncture. Um, I think he's gonna be able to bake again, but I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, but my guess is he wouldn't even be in, in as good of spirits as he is now if he really was like, am I ever going to be able to yeah. uh, bake again? He's but, amazing. Oh, mercy. Uh, oh. That is a very likable guy. Buddy Velastro. Yeah. Yeah, he's just uh, a nice guy. He just seems like just cool and chill. Is his place still at the Mall of America? Oh. I, don't I didn't know he so. had one. Yeah. Isn't it called Carmine's? Isn't that the name of his bakery? What? I don't know. I, I haven't seen a, an episode of Cake Boss in years. I haven't either. But I remember I why I found it entertaining. I mean, he's fun. His family's fun. But it was always, can they get the cake into the venue <laughs> yeah. without dropping it? The van ride. The van ride was always <laughs> just adrenaline-induced. Yes. I mean, was like, what's, how's he going to get it? Oh, and then you know what it. they always do? They go to commercial when he's like, no, 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 up, 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 boom. And then they go to commercial and you're like, are they going to drop this cake. Any baker knows the just the the fear. There used to be a um, oh, it's Carlos, not Carmines. Um, there used to be. Uh, do you guys remember? Well, this is going a long way back. A bit on Sesame Street, where you know they would do like a counting thing, and there'd be a guy with a big baker's 
hat on and he'd be holding like a big wedding cake and he's <laughs> trying to get down these this flight of stairs and of course he always falls and trips and the cake goes everywhere but oh, was no. it was the count I don't think One it was because uh, uh, this was uh, like a real uh, guy two stairs uh, uh, uh. Oh. oh yeah Alex Steven maybe yeah maybe. that's who it was it was um it was Alex Stevens oh yeah go. Carlos Bakery by the way Mall of America Uh, (laughs) That's the number one. That's the. Say again with two. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just picturing little Donna Valentine. Flashback Friday. That that does feel flashbacky too. The uh, the video (laughs) quality on YouTube is. Longing it's even for better something more. Your speaker on the air. Yes, Steve. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just... quality here. Um, yes, Carlos Bakery is on the east side, 60 East Broadway, in the Mall of America. Okay, so nice. deliciousness Great. awaits you. Right. I'm a big cruiser, and Don, you saw news about cruises. Is this good news or bad news? Oh, well, it just depends on which cruise line you cruise with. Uh, The CDC originally issued a no-sale order for cruise ships in the uh, U.S. waters on March 14th after hundreds of people came down with coronavirus, as we know. So uh, as it goes right now, the CDC extended its ban on cruising through October 31st. Now, the CDC director, Robert Redfield... Mm. Which is very oh. close to Robert Redford. I was so excited for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no way, I'm at a cruise carnival. No. Um, so the CDC director, Robert Redfield, he pushed to extend the order until February 2021. Okay, this is the CDC oh. director who says, I okay. really don't think people should cruise until next March. Okay. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence didn't agree and overruled Redfield. And uh, the ban is just until October 31st. Oh, okay. Okay. Carnival Cruise Line goes, screw it. We're not cruising until January 1st. (laughs) Oh, okay. They just threw in the towel. Carnival was like, we're just going to lose too much money. You know, there's not enough people who safely want to cruise to employ people and to make money. It just doesn't. The economic impact just isn't smart for us. So I get it. End of the year for them. But I like the idea of people optimistically saying but cruising in 21 yeah maybe maybe we'll have to see feels good yeah Yeah. all right oh yeah yeah we're gonna talk some music news when we come back you guys know the k-pop group blackpink nope we're gonna sample some of their music coming up next on my talk as prices keep creeping up your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. 
Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.